Hello. Thank you for joining me for worship today. We will begin with the confession and forgiveness. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us silently confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead to sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with the power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O Lord God, merciful judge, you are the inexhaustible fountain of forgiveness. Replace our hearts of stone with hearts that love and adore you, that we may delight in doing your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
Glory to you, O Lord. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, Not seven times, but I tell you, seventy-seven times. For this reason the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him, and as he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and children in all his possessions, and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves, who owed him a hundred denarii, and seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their lord all that had taken place. Then his lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger his lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother and sister from your heart. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Today's reading from Matthew begins where our reading from last week left off. If you remember from last week, Jesus was teaching his disciples how to deal with sin. He told them if someone sins against you, the first thing to do is to take that person aside and talk to them privately. If that does not bring about forgiveness, then Jesus instructed them to bring two or three witnesses with them and talk to the person again. If this still does not bring about forgiveness, it is time to bring the grievance to the church. Jesus went on to emphasize that the forgiveness found on earth is found in heaven, and if there is no forgiveness on earth, there is no forgiveness in heaven. Our reading begins today with Peter asking for clarification of what Jesus just explained to them about forgiveness. He asked Jesus how many times he should forgive a person who sins against him. Then he threw out the number seven. I'm sure Peter thought if he forgave a person seven times, it was very generous of him. But Jesus tells him, no, seven times is not enough and then said he should forgive a person 77 times. The number seven symbolized completeness. So when Jesus said 77, he really meant as often as necessary. There is no number that should limit a person's forgiveness. To emphasize what he just told Peter, he told the disciples a story of a king 
who forgave his slave a huge debt of ten thousand talents. One talent was worth more than fifteen years of wages, so this slave's debt would have been impossible to repay. Yet his master chose to forgive the debt instead of selling him. Now the forgiven slave goes to his friend, who happens to owe him a hundred denarii, a much smaller amount. At this point of the story, you might assume that the slave would forgive his friend just as he was forgiven. But Jesus told a different story. The slave had his friend thrown into jail. The king found out, confronted the slave, and had him punished for his lack of compassion for the others after the king showed him compassion. Jesus warned his disciples that God would do the same to them if they refused to forgive. Not just any forgiveness, but forgiveness from the heart. Jesus' point of the story was those who are forgiven should not refuse to forgive others. And that is when Jesus turns to look at us. Jesus died so that our sins are forgiven. We are forgiven. So according to Jesus, we must also forgive others. We are the slave that the king has forgiven. The king is God. So are we going to be like the slave and refuse to forgive others? Or are we going to do as Jesus commands us to do and forgive 77 times? To forgive is to let go of resentment and any thoughts of revenge. When we can forgive others, we find peace, hope, gratitude, and joy. It is proven that forgiveness makes us healthier. Forgiveness can lessen anxiety, stress, and hostility. It can lower our blood pressure, free us from depression, strengthen our immune system, and improve our heart health. When we hold a grudge and refuse to forgive, we carry anger and bitterness with us wherever we go, and it can affect new relationships. We are so focused on what has happened in the past that we cannot enjoy the present. We can become depressed and find it hard to trust others. Forgiveness is a process. Immediate results are not always realized. It may take extending forgiveness many times, 77 times, before we feel we have been heard and understood. It may be that the behavior that we forgave never changes. It may be that we need to try to understand why a person is doing what they are doing before we can offer the kind of forgiveness that is helpful to them. We must remember that forgiveness is not condoning a certain behavior. Instead, it is letting go of what stands in our way of offering forgiveness. As I say these words to you, I see Jesus sitting here among you listening to what I have to say. I wonder what he was thinking of my explanation. I believe this is what he would say to me. Forgiveness is hard, hard to give and hard to receive, especially if you don't feel you have done anything wrong. It is true that forgiving someone has wonderful health and mental benefits for you, 
But there is so much more to forgiveness than health benefits. When I came to earth, God sent me to care for all of you. I did my best to teach the disciples how to live a life, a life pleasing to God. When I was arrested, beaten, and hung on the cross, I did it for you. I died for your sins. I died so that you would be given everlasting life, living in God's grace and mercy. God's mercy and forgiveness are extended to you every day. How can you accept that forgiveness from God unless you are willing to share that same mercy and grace to others? You are no better than the slave in my story unless you are willing to truly forgive. When I talk about forgiveness, I don't mean superficial forgiveness. It is easy to say the words, I forgive you. It is harder to really mean what you say. Notice I said you are to forgive from the heart. That is a powerful forgiveness that is not easy to give, but it is the only kind of forgiveness God gives you. So it is the only forgiveness you should give others. You can do it. I know you can. You are my disciples. Jesus is smiling on all of us in hoping we take his words seriously. Who in your life needs your forgiveness? Are you willing to go out as a disciple of Jesus and offer that forgiveness from the heart, even if it takes 77 times? Amen.
Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Drawn together in the comparison of God, we pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. You welcome us when we are weak in faith. Uphold your church throughout the world. Make it a place of welcome. Strengthen faith through Bible studies, Sunday school, confirmation classes, and youth ministries. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The heights of the heavens show us the vastness of your steadfast love. Have compassion on your creation. We look to you to guide us as we find ways to heal, renew, and redeem your world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Make your ways known to the nations. Speak kindness to our bitter grudges. Settle our hearts when we want to settle disputes with violence. Bless our leaders with patience and wisdom. And be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bring healing and justice wherever harm is dealt. Provide vindication for all who are oppressed. Feed all who hunger and give your healing touch to all who suffer in mind, body, or spirit, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Teach us, teach us to forgive. Stir our tongues to goodness when we are tempted to pass judgment. Make this congregation a community of mercy for one another and for all our neighbors. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Whether we live or whether we die, we are yours. We thank you for those who have showed us faithfulness and taught us how to live in faith. We look forward to the time when we can all be together around your heavenly throne. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. All these things and whatever else you see that we need, we entrust to your mercy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God.